So the signal detecting system that we have is flawed in a way, as far as longevity is concerned, as far as living long, because evolution didn't care about us living past a certain age. It just cared about us reproducing. Imagine your home alone on a Friday night after a long week, watching your favorite comedy series on Netflix. You're cuddled under a blanket with warm popcorn, and suddenly you realize you've forgotten how to laugh. But moments later, you discover that you can laugh, it's just it requires a three, two, one <laughs> countdown to prepare your face and body. You put off the TV and fall asleep, thinking your long, tiring week caused you just to feel strange. 24 hours later, 10 p.m. on Saturday night, you're with your partner, the person of your dreams. They began touching you on that spot, the spot that's guaranteed to stoke the fire. But nothing happens. Monday morning, you go to a neurologist and discover your nervous system has been hacked, damaged, and you can no longer be aroused. Hey guys, welcome to the Brain and Brand Show. I'm Timothy Maurice, a behavioral psychology author interested in seeing the world, leadership, and brands through the brain. You've chosen to download episode one of three, a three-part series on the need to arouse, the neuroscience of arousal. In this first episode, my goal is to share with you why we are wired for arousal and why it's vital that you see it as a critical need to arouse others if you want them to fully engage you, your ideas, and whatever you or your organization are offering. Far too many people are sitting back hoping others will notice them, hoping people will take them seriously and take notice of what they are offering. My arousal principle is very clear. People are extremely distracted and often unaware of an option better than what currently has their attention. So awakening them and arousing them is step one in being recognized for what you bring to the table. For decades, we've been taught to work hard and you'll eventually be noticed. Well, the world has changed. Social media and technology are fighting for everyone's attention. And if you don't learn to trigger arousal, your ideals will be buried in a grave of what could have been. I reached out to Dr. Dean Scherzai, a neurologist and neuroscientist at Loma Linda University in Southern California, about why our brains are wired for arousal and why it's just not for pleasure, but essential for survival. Before we hear from Dr. Scherzai, I want you to remember, if you do not arouse your target market to gain their attention, someone else will. Enjoy Dr. Scherzai. So we are a powerful signal detecting system. That is, our brain is a powerful signal-detecting system. Dr. Shazai opens with explaining how our brain and nervous system form a signal-detecting mechanism. Put simply, the brain is constantly looking to be aroused by anything that offers us more capacity to survive, 
be sexual and seek food and fulfillment. As you listen, be thinking about how what you offer the world helps the brain accomplish these goals. The signal that this brain is dedicated to to detect is any signal that affects our survival. Those are divided along three lines, basically. Um, Food procurement, sexual, and safety. And these signal detecting systems are great, especially short-term, but they're not very good long-term signal detecting devices. They are focused on immediate. And even there, they're not perfect. So when it comes to sexual, it's very straightforward. Our desires, reproduction, the signal is always looking at those elements in, in the environment that points you to, the, to, to that, that component. The second signal detecting component, which is food and sustenance, it is focused on survival. And there's a problem here. There's a big problem. In an organism that wants to not so much thrive, but get anything that makes it survive the next day and reproduce and stay safe, it's not looking for the healthiest things. It's looking for the thing that gives it most calorie and makes it survive. Dr. Shazai unpacks here how flawed our systems are, which means anything that resembles something that will help us survive will distract us, which is why we walk around the bulk of the day distracted by foods, social media, and websites packed with ingredients and images that were hard to obtain in our ancestral history, such as sugar and fat, which is why we are so aroused by cheesecakes and cheeseburgers. You can see this on social media. In our ancestral background, you would see one or two nude bodies in your entire life, and now you can just scroll them endlessly. Our signal detecting mechanism goes, I want to store more of that because I don't know when I'll be able to get it again. Scientists call this supernormal stimuli. Those factors are not always thriving factors. So the signal detecting system that we have is flawed in a way as far as longevity is concerned, as far as living long, because um, evolution didn't care about us living past a certain age. It just cared about us reproducing and passing on the genes. And the safety signal detecting system is fairly obvious. It, it recognizes features in the environment that distinguish between a bush and a lion between something that's going to threaten it short term and long term. So we don't need to get into those, that, that um, signal detection system. But the food detection system we have to, uh, we need to talk about is, so why is that flawed? And what can we do to circumvent a flawed system? And whenever I say flawed, it makes people uncomfortable. How could, how could nature make a mistake? How could make nature uh, create a flawed system? Well, I'm sorry, it does, and it did. It's only in the last century that we've cared about, we not just cared, but we even thought that we could do something about longer survival beyond our 30s and 40s. And that's what we most of us talk about. Because if you're not interested in living past 40, 
to be honest, your body gives you such resilience that you can almost do anything to it and you will survive to 30 or 40. It's only past that that there's a problem. And that's, that means that you have to circumvent the, the systematic or the system that is designed to or created to or evolved to detect um, the, the addiction foods, the sugars, the salts, and the fat. These three foods give you high calorie. They quickly sequester water into your system. They quickly, that, that, that part being salt, and they quickly give you high energy in sugar form. But they also really, really put your system into inflammation, into oxidation, and into overdrive, um, not just as far as the sugar and the metabolic components and oxidation and, uh, and lipid dysregulation and sugar dysregulation, but we're talking about even autonomic. It really puts you at a high level of, um, uh, revs up the system. With our environments toying with this system, triggering us, diverting us, and capturing our senses, the people, products, and ideas that understand this will win. It will be those that arouse people towards these basic primitive goals. Unfortunately, fast food restaurants understand this too well. Porn sites understand this too well. I feel like it shouldn't just be the products and people who are touching on our surface that get all the attention. It should be people who want to go a little bit deeper as well. So awareness circumvents that signal detection system. You basically create a parallel circuit signal detection system through your frontal lobe, through your consciousness, through awareness, and reinforce it over and over and over again so that that becomes the default signal detection system. And now you're not going to be run by a program that's planted already, a priori, without your consent. And now you're actually putting in your own plan, your own uh, signal. Well, there's so much more to it, but this should do. Uh, I hope this is helpful. We all have the ability to manage and regulate our arousal systems, but very few do. Understanding and being aware of our deeper nature can help you communicate and engage your stakeholders with more conviction and clarity. Because we are so vulnerable, I ask you to consider using your ability to arouse ethically and consciously. In episode two, we're going to talk about what I term the arousal war. We're going to unpack the systems, technology, and algorithms that are competing for your precious brain and why it's critical to fight with the right arousal weapons. And finally, in episode three, we'll discuss strategy. Please go to Dr. Sherzai's website where he and his wife, Aisha Sherzai, are leading an incredible work. www.teamsherzai.com and that is S-H-E-R-Z-A-I.com. They're doing extraordinary work on Alzheimer's prevention. Please rate this episode and as always, share it with someone you care about. Until next time.